You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. What's up, everybody? It's Thule. Hey, it's Ralph, and we have two guests with us. We have Brittany and Jared, and they have been married how many years? Uh, actually, three tomorrow. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> thank you. Oh, so, okay. We just made one year. So, you know, of course, they say, you know, you have the first year hurdles, like definitely year one and two. Yeah. <laughs> so how does it feel to be going into three? It's it's funny that you say that because I feel like we literally just hit our stride. Yeah, I think we just we worked out all the kinks. Like we know which way to load the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you know we which know, way to <laughs> right. We know how we like our clothes washed. You know, things mm-hmm. like little small things that we grew up doing that we had to adjust to. Yeah, so, I, th- I think we, we I mean, we know fi- our, our finances now. Yeah. Like, we, you know, definitely won with that. I don't, everything just seems to be flowing better now. So, it's like, now it's like, okay, we got it. Like, we we figured out, like, how to make this thing mesh. And so now it's basically just going from there. It It is. I mean, we know. I mean, let's be real. We know it's going to be more growing. I mean, that's, yeah. that's definitely going to gonna happen. But. It's still, I don't know. I just feel like we've been in a really good place. We found we found our groove right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. We found our groove right now. It's like we are getting stuff done without having to ask one another. It's coming it's becoming like second nature now to do Oh, this. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I come home from work and I immediately take the dog out, come in, and I just start doing dishes for no reason. Right. I don't even know why not <laughs> the kitchen. Just so when she gets home. I'm not in trouble. So. Really? <laughs> it's just a routine. That, so. that sounds familiar. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I'm, I'm working to that. Uh, I come if I come home and just take my shoes off, it's over. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta keep something. everything on. Like, <laughs> don't even get comfortable. No, All no. Right. Okay, so let's because I'm I'm going to get back to um, some things that you said. But let's start with your journey. Um, and when I say that, just basically like how you met and then going through like dating and to the engagement and then the big day up until now. <laughs> so you want to tell a story about how you curved me? That sounds familiar, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was in college. We were in differential equations. You're not going to say what college we went to? Oh, uh, We went to the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Thank you, Pride. Amen. So, yeah, we were in differential equations together. And it's funny. I, I do, like, remember this day vividly. So I walk in and I sit behind my homeboy, Emmanuel, that's in the first row. And I'm talking to my homeboy that's to the left of me. And... Brittany comes in. I don't even notice that she walks in and she sits right in the front row next to my friend that sits in front of me. So she turns around behind her is another one of our mutual friends. So she says, hey, such and such, your friend is kind of cute. Why don't you introduce me? He literally says, BG, this is Jared. Jared, this is BG. And I was like, huh? Who is that? And then I said, hi, how you doing? And I turned back and continued the conversation I had with my friend. So completely ignored her. 
I just said Rude. hi and polite. And then she tried to play it off Rudeness. by introducing herself to everybody else that was sitting around them. And it was just it was just an awkward situation Thank altogether. You. Thank you. So also, um, okay. So it got petty. Right. It was a little petty. Um, yeah. so the day continues. I'm studying with my boys. We go out to eat, and one of my homeboys said, Hey, you know why such and such introduced you to that girl? I was like, What girl? He goes, The girl in math class. Oh and I was like, bro, I have no idea who you're talking about. And so they tell me who she is. We get back to the study session or whatever, and I look her up on Facebook. And I may have been the first person to do this by slitting her DMs. Okay. I slid her DMs on Facebook. We start chatting it up. And then we had our first, I guess, unofficial date where she came over to my place and we watched Remember the Titans. And that is our movie. And then I introduced you to Sushi. Oh, yeah. She introduced me to sushi. That was another day, though. Yeah, that was like the first official day. Yeah. Okay. To to get sushi. And I thought, I grew up in the South. So it's like. I grew up in the South, Yeah, but you you were experienced. Oh, If it was undercooked (laughs) and not cooked, we were not allowed to touch it. You know, I was still eating well-done steaks back then. Your family still does eat well-done steaks. That's what I'm saying. I had them all. You put me on the and I appreciate it. Now I love sushi. And meet them steaks. So. Oh, yeah. So that was, so I'm older. So that was technically my, uh, well, I did like four and a half years. So that was the beginning of my fourth year. And now okay. you're what? So four yeah. years. Yeah. So, I mean, we started dating after that. Um, I crossed uh, Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority Incorporated um, maybe that next year. And then uh, graduated school. And then you crossed Alpha yep. that, next year after yeah, that. Yep. Um, while I was in Cincinnati. So that was a lot of long distance. It was two years? Two years. Two years, wow. two years two long years. distance. It was rough. It was It was really rough. It was rough. Well, let's get into that. So was it just the distance that was making it so rough? Or was it just like this- trying to communicate with each other, with her? Mm. You know, basically, I guess you were in the, you were in the workforce then and him still being in school? Yeah. Yes. It was a lot. Uh, everything you just said. Yeah, that was pretty much. It was pretty much everything you said. So the distance, of course. So being that we have different schedules now, and Brittany being in a new place, it was rough for her to like you know find people in a city that she just moved to, mm-hmm. and I'm not there to really help out uh, like with that whole transition. And then I got classes, and she has work, so our schedules aren't syncing up. And then at night she may want to talk, but I got studying to do. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I can't even wow. study it. So it was it was bad for a while. Yeah. It was bad for a while. Communication but. was bad. I mean it was just like I don't know, communication was like non existent. Um Oh wow. Like I mean not necessarily non existent. That sounded like horrible. Um but like you know, <laughs> wow. like it was a lot of miscommunication because a lot of our communication had to be text messages. Right. I mean we know how stuff gets lost there, so I mean it was that I mean I was when I could, and I was, um, I got lucky. Another guy I worked with, his then fiance lived in uh, Greensboro, so he would go down like once a month. So I mean, since and I live in Cincinnati, so that's an eight-hour drive one way. But we would do that like for a weekend. Like we would leave super early. Like we try to leave like a half day Friday of work, drive down there, stay until Sunday morning, and then drive back. It was really like any type of time we could grab. You know, we did spring break. You came up. Yeah. So, um, but it was, oh, it was, it was rough. Yeah. 
did y'all break up any time in between here? Well, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Definitely once in that long distance time. Like once for like not a long time. Probably like a day and a half. Um, no, it was longer than that. Was I, think. I think it was at least like a week or so. Yeah, oh. but um, Boy, I got think... a lot of studying done that week. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before that, um. I mean, one, probably it helped that you got out of college. And then when you moved, you were in Michigan. So that was only four hours. And then I was also, I was doing my my master's. So my schedule, I only had classes Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I leave Thursday, you know, go back Tuesday. So I started spending a lot more time up this way. And then 2015 is when I moved up. Yep. That's when we got married. That is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, I don't know if I I love you that much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out, like, really right after you left, there wasn't really much of dating. It's just you just had to soak up all, like, the time in those two or three days that you would get. Oh, yeah. What, at least, what, once a month? If yeah. Not? Yeah. yeah. It was. It was literally once a month. Yeah, it really was. I mean, yeah, at least once a month. I mean. For like birthdays and stuff, we know we fly yeah, or you events. know that'd be extra, yeah, events. So try to like schedule stuff. Um, we love to travel, um, so that's always been a thing for us. So try to like make sure we went out and do stuff. Like uh, we went with some other couples and he drove and mess in like Gatlinburg and stuff like that. A lot of Skype video chats. Um, had to get creative. Yeah. A lot of uh, edible arrangements and. It, it, we had to get, I mean, well, we eventually, I'm not sure. I think one thing, I got comfortable in Cincinnati. Like, I started getting friends. Mm-hmm. So, not necessarily like. That, that made things easier. Yeah, that did. I mean, because I had, you know, I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm going out. Or, you know, it's not the, hey, you know, he's in college and, you know, Lawn Brothers want to go out. And, you know, I'm, you know, sitting in on a Friday night. But, um, so it did, it got easier. And then, of course, you, you finished up, like I said. So, that, that yeah. of course, made it just so much easier. So much easier. Then when you were closer, of course, the four hours away, you got to see each other more. So that helped. And then how long were you engaged before you got married? Uh, we got engaged 2015, 2014. Your birthday of 2014. 2014. Yep. February 2014. And we got married uh, the September. <laughs> <laughs> So how how did okay so did you have a wedding or did you just do like the courthouse because that was like a quick turnaround yeah uh that was a year and a half no we had a whole wedding yeah we had a whole yeah, okay. no we had a whole okay. wedding so uh we got married um a little bit outside of Greensboro just because I'm from Charlotte he's from Richmond it was kind of a it was somewhat of a midway point not bad for both families and then um I mean Greensboro was was more so home for us. Um, as far as like where we begin. So we just thought it was the, the best thing. But we were living in uh, Detroit. So that was just a lot of back and forth. Um, but my mom was there. That helped a lot. Um, we tried to, we planned actually quite a bit of it while you yeah, were still in college. Yeah. That last semester. Um, like him and my mom actually ended up finding our venue or like approving our venue. Um, so I kind of went with their like, okay on that. Um, and it ended up being beautiful. So, you know, definitely. That that worked out really really well. Um, so no, but like we planned an entire entire thing. The only thing was I wasn't. I've never really been the type to like dream about a wedding, so I really didn't have right. anything like in my head. It wasn't like oh, it has to be you know this, it has to be that. I just I kind of I'm gonna be real. I kind of just kept deferring everything to my mom. <laughs> like 
But no, but no, we had a, a whole wedding and it was it was amazing. It was dope. It was it was dope. It was dope. <laughs> it was pretty dope. dope. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was good. People were people were smack drunk. Yeah. And we did not have oh. any hard liquor. Oh no. I don't know. Oh, that's what the law Right. Right. No, like okay, it's serious. Different. Like we so after the ceremony we had like a little cocktail hour and during the cocktail hour, of course, we're taking pictures and stuff. And the guy running the wedding for us, he comes out, he goes, Look, I'm not trying to alarm y'all. But y'all about to run out of Moscato. I was like, oh my gosh, man. It's barely 30 minutes into the <laughs> For real? They were, our, our friends and family drink. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened to us. I think the first 30 minutes or to an hour, we were, all the crown. all the brown was gone. Yeah. All, yeah. The brown. all the crown. Yeah. crown. Crown Royale was out of there. Oh, you know it. So yeah, all that was gone. So in, in the time that, I'm guessing if I'm, I'm hearing this right, y'all never lived together before being married. We did for those few months in 2015. So I moved up here in January, January of 2015. Um, um, I moved up here because of some circumstances in Cincinnati. So uh, once I moved up here, though, we lived together until, yeah, no, until we got married in September. So just for those nine months, I mean, grant you, those were like, at least five of those months were the longest nine months. I mean, the longest months of my life because we were in this one bedroom <laughs> apartment that had like one window Look. and Michigan is extremely gray. Look. And so <laughs> it was depressing Look. and we were on top of each other in a full size bed. Look, we, oh, cash, <laughs> oh we were stacking cash for this wedding. So my apartment rent was like $750 a month. I was making some good money finally. In Michigan, I that's was, okay. That's I was good. banking cash for this wedding. I wish I was paying seven fifty right now. <laughs> really? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So, with y'all only living together a couple of months and then getting married, do you think that was part of the growing pains in the first like couple of years? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because we went through some. We we get we had some fights. Like we had some fights. Well, like, one part of it was us being on top of each other in that tiny apartment. Yeah, we right. definitely had to adjust to being 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 in each other's space, space for yeah. an extended period of time. Yeah, like most of the time it was three day, four day weekends. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, now it's yeah. like twenty four hours, exactly. seven days a week. Right. Now we're just. Every day, I'm yeah. seeing her. <laughs> yeah, and we hadn't been doing that, I mean, since college. I mean, granted, when we were in college together, I mean, it was basically like we it basically like we lived together. It was yeah. very few nights we weren't together. But no, that was so then like, yeah, two and a half years off and then to, to hop back in, it was it was a lot. And I mean, it definitely went over into to after we got married. But I think kind of then, though, too, it was kind of like, look, we just don't have to deal with whatever this is because we married now. <laughs> Yeah, it really, yeah. it really was that. I mean, it was kind of like a look. This, this has to get dealt with. You know, we got to sit down. We gotta, we gotta have these conversations. Um, and we tried to have as many conversations as we, we could possibly before we got married. So, of course, we did premar- uh, premarital counseling, and then, you know, of course, the five love languages, the things I wish I knew before I got married by Gary Chapman. Um, Both always great books. Yes, always recommend two them books. to every every couple we know that's getting engaged or about yep. to get married or whatever. Indeed. So, I mean, we definitely had tried to, you know, flush out what we could from that. Um, but it was, I mean, I, I feel like, still like it was still a little few things here and there that we still had to work through even after we got married. Yeah. Okay. So 
we are advocates for counseling, like all the time. (laughs) And I, I think our first year would have been a little rougher if we didn't have like our once a month maintenance. Mm. So, so how, my question is how long was your premarital counseling and what do you think that like it did for y'all? So how many times did we listen to It was a lot. It felt at least it was more than five. I was we gonna say about half dozen times. Yeah, yeah, no. It was at least we did a six six sessions with just a therapist and then yeah. of course we did two sessions with the pastor. Yeah. A few with the pastor. So okay. I mean between that, I mean, I'm I'm definitely just an advocate for just therapy in general. Um so so we've definitely done we've done separate as well therapy. Um so yeah, no, we did. We definitely recommend it. I mean, it's just certain things you don't really think about or things you haven't really talked about. Um, when you're in that, you know, that dating phase, you're just like, you need to really consider this. Like, I don't think people really consider how much, how much, I don't know, trust you are putting in a person you married. Like, I mean, we we joke and, and giggle about all the time, but like they could really kill you in your sleep. <laughs> like they can't. They can't. And it happens a lot. <laughs> the spouse is the number one. Exactly, suspect. because they have access. Yeah. So like you're you're truly letting that person in. Like you have to trust them like wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I think a lot right. of people jump into marriage when they're still in that honeymoon phase of the dating. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what hurts them because all the you know, the Google Gaga eyes fade away and you really start to see the person for who they are, and then you're upset. When yeah, because we made it past, oh, okay. you know, you know, we're not, we're not, you take a sip, I'm take a sip phase. No, we, you get your own drink. Exactly. We get your own damn juice phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. Before we got married. <laughs> so I felt like that made it, that made the transition a lot better. We're friends too. Yeah. And we're really good friends. Anything I can do with my homeboys, I can do with my wife. Yeah. So that's how we are. And it's funny because a lot of married people and even couples you see especially with the male he can't either say certain things around the spouse or whatever or girlfriend or can't do certain things or he doesn't want her to know that like he actually likes to go to the strip club or you know what I'm saying all these different things and then you wonder why like they're so sneaky but you know what I'm saying like my husband he you know I'm just like whatever like the other night it was a friend who wanted to talk to him about advice. And he was like, babe, do you think it's okay? And I'm like, really? <laughs> hey, look, I was just being respectful. It was like 11 o'clock at night. It was 10 o'clock. <laughs> but I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Watching and bearing down on someone doesn't make them not want right. to yeah. cheat. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't, one, you can't be with them 24 hours of the day. So they can cheat at work. They can cheat on the way from work, on the way home. I mean, if they want to do it, they're going to do it. So you going through the phone, you standing over them, you ask them. So you say he's at James' house and I rode past James' house and I didn't see your car there. (laughs) So exhausting. we talk about we just talk we about talk that like about a week or time. so ago because I I know people who have that habit of like oh I'm gonna go through like my man's phone so I'm like you're gonna do that for the rest of your life that's exactly like are you <laughs> I know. every that's day you're really gonna sit there and take that time and energy to like like you would literally be on edge twenty four seven when they're not with you right every that's time exhausting. their phone goes off you're paranoid 
That's exhausting. And yeah. It's like, yes. It, that, that's too much. That's just too much to deal with, too much to juggle. Yeah. So what would you say... <sighs> So like for us, we don't we don't really have like I guess maybe like the like communication issues or it's just me trying to get him to participate in in the marriage. Don't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for for your first couple of years, what were some of the hurdles that y'all had to go through? Because y'all seem like y'all are really good at communication. Like y'all have done homework with the the books and the counseling. So when it came to like hurdles, it seemed to me just from listening, it just seems like y'all did well, but I mean, so so the hurdles, I got a list. I got a list. So, so when I would come home from work, the first thing I got to do is change my pants. I got to put on some shorts. So sometimes I would just kick my shoes off and just throw the pants on the bed. That used to set her off. On site. No, they wouldn't be on the bed. They'd be like on the floor or They'd something. They'd be around the the, the bedroom area. Oh, so I had to learn how to clean up after myself. Because in college, I could just kick my stuff off. When I was living by myself, I could just kick my stuff off, put it to the side later, and that'd be done. Like we would get into arguments where she'd be like, Why can't you put away your stuff right when you take it off? I was like, babe, I'll put it away later. I'm, I'm, she's like, no, do it but now. I was like, what's wrong with later? It's still going to get done. It's so we, we would go back and forth about like small, trivial stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, after, after a while, you know, I got I got cleaner or whatever. But also what I had to think about was how certain things that I'm doing, what I'm doing is uh, making her feel. Like you have to take into account yeah your actions and what they're doing to your partner. So Brittany would feel some type of way if I didn't do things um, by a certain time or um, when I came in from work that I would just sit around all day or not clean up or anything like that. So I just had to be a better person be like, look, all right, I see this. This is mad disrespectful. I got you doing this over and over. I'm going to chip in and like, I understand more where she's coming from. And then um, we we are the same person. <laughs> right. then, I'm over here like yes, oh yes. I mean, I'm telling you. And then I'm telling you, year three, you just start coasting. Like it just is all sunshine. I promise you. But uh, but and then too, I mean, we think completely different. I mean, we're alike in a lot of ways. And so like everybody's like, oh, y'all are like literally like the same people. But we're completely different thinkers where I feel like my husband's a lot more creative and free flowing and I'm, I'm very analytical and very literal. So a lot of it was kind of, okay, you know, he, when he said this, that's not exactly what he meant. What he really meant was this, like trying to not necessarily like interpret, but it is kind of trying to interpret and just get to a point of like, okay, the last few times he said this, this is what the outcome was or, or this is what he meant and trying to say, okay, that's not, Cause I, I'm like very little, like if you tell me like it's tomorrow, then it's probably like 12.01 AM. So like just trying to back away from that a little <laughs> bit. And then especially I know one, two, one thing is like not looking at the other person as like the enemy. I know that's like one thing we, yeah. we kind of got into when we were uh, like a distant, you know? So definitely one thing is like, if you mm-hmm. understand the person is not malicious towards you, then you'll interpret what they're doing differently. Right. Like if I know, you know, deep down 
Jared does not, you know, he's not trying to be malicious. He's not trying to hurt my feelings. Then I can really look at what he's saying or what he's doing. So, I mean, that definitely helps. That helped yeah. quite a bit too. The communication. You really have to try to put yourself in the other person's shoes yeah. and really consider how they feel about certain situations. Yeah. That's when, that's when you start like, I guess, molding and really clicking. Yeah. Once you once you get in, you see the other person not for what they're saying or how they're reacting. But okay, let me let yeah, me right. empathize with them and actually put myself in their shoes and be like, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I probably wouldn't like yeah, that. That's <laughs> that consideration factor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's something actually. Yes. Um, I had a talk with my therapist. Is like a lot of couples nowadays um, don't have empathy for each other, so they'll. But you know, like you just said, they just won't consider what the other person is feeling. Why do you think mm. that is? That's a great question. You know, after a while, honestly, if you get to that point in the marriage where you really don't care, like why are you even married? Yeah. Yeah, it's like clearly you got married for the wrong reasons in the first place. Like if your spouse is sitting there like right. crying their eyes out because something you did and you just like, man, I don't give a F, then it's like you really never cared about that person from jump. So really that. I agree. I agree with you. Um, Cause I know someone like they're, they're hurting their wife and it, you can see it's, she's in turmoil. Like she's in turmoil about the situation, but he's so selfish. I guess you would say, you know, he's just so consumed in what he's doing and what he's getting out of it. He doesn't see like, you're kind of like destroying this person in, how can you love this person if you can't even empathize? Like, dang, like I'm tearing her up. Yeah. Like your your selfishness has like Trump supposedly the love that you have for this person, and I just don't see like how people can just look at somebody like breaking yeah. down in front of them, and they just like, well, shoot, yeah. hey. Sometimes you gotta look into <laughs> like, that person's past because. That could have been something. Brittany and I talk about this all the time. Like we reflect a lot of what our parents did. You know, if our parents was their marriage was something like that, where one of the the parents didn't show any empathy, then they just kind of adopt that. Yeah, but then you fix it though. That's the thing. But some and that's, people don't realize. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's what that is. Yeah. But like we we definitely try to to heed. Both of our parents are divorced. So, I mean, we know what the stats are. We're, we're, we're definitely math people. So, I mean, we definitely try to take heed of, of stuff like that and try to do preemptive stuff to try to ward that stuff off. Because the odds are stacked against us. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, the odds are stacked against us, too, because I come from a household where my parents were never married. And Jonathan. Yeah, my parents uh, got divorced, and then they got remarried to different people, and then they got divorced again. <laughs> wow. Right. And I'm also and on your right, second. This is my second marriage because my first marriage was kind of similar to what you were just discussing. Huh. Not really caring. Yeah. So and, and getting married for the wrong reasons. Yeah, definitely reason. got married for all the wrong reasons. Um, we both made decisions. We allowed other people make decisions for us, and that's really what ruined our not only our friendship, but but you know, you have to rekindle eventually. Yeah. Um, but it absolutely ruined the marriage. Yeah, that's another good point. Don't allow outside factors to mm. affect your marriage because people are going to talk. People are going to talk and they're going to be in your ear about it. And you just got to understand it's me and my girl or me and my man versus everybody else. You got to understand Amen. your spouse is not Amen. the enemy 
you're just trying to work with them to solve the problem or defeat the enemy or whatever it is. And so I want to just go back to, um, I forgot who said, I wasn't sure if it was you or Brittany who said it. Oh, but the self-reflection. So being, you know, newly married, I see just even outside with people in relationships, a lot Mm. of people don't do self-reflection. And I'm just trying to think like, this, this could be a reason why either yeah. your dating life is not going so well or your marriage isn't working out as well because you don't see the error in you. You only can see yeah. the error in everybody else. Yeah. So like even with me, I've always been like a person who self-reflects because I know the background that I have, I know I'm going to pick up some really bad habits. And which, you know I have and which is one of the things that we deal with in our marriage is mm-hmm. the way that I speak because if I'm irritated or if I'm frustrated, bothered, my tone is very either stern mm-hmm. or very nasty. But because I grew up in a household where my father spoke like that, I don't even realize that I do it because it's just so natural to me. So this is like, I know because it's either how your facial is when I'm speaking to you or if you tell me, you know, okay, hey, I don't like the way you're talking to me. Of course, I'll check it. But outside of that, that's just one thing that I'm working on. But a lot of people don't even see like bad habits that they pick up from their parents. Like they see their parents' bad habits, but you don't think like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. maybe I picked up some of that. Yeah, Yeah, self-awareness is important. Um, And it also it's also important that your spouse challenges you on the things that you you need to improve right. on because I think that, that happens a lot. People, people always want to stay the same, but you need to challenge, be challenged to be different in order to build mm, together. That's a good yeah. point. You don't want to marry a yes man. Yeah. Oh no, my well, gosh, no. Because then no one grows. Right. <laughs> no one grows at all. Everybody sees the same and then the marriage became, becomes boring. Right. A lot of the things that you apply in marriage or even in your corporate life, you can kind of um, use concepts in both yeah. areas. That's right. So I have a question, of course. <laughs> so we get through the marriage and we get through the first year to do we have any so, <laughs> so uh, I mean, so we have this dog right here. Uh, Ty. Ty, stop looking on the floor, please. So Titus is here, um, and it's funny. We bought him a week after we got back from our honeymoon. Um, So Titus is three um, as well. Um, And then we have, um, right now we have businesses as our babies. Um, So we have a clothing line, um, the Unstoppable Movement. Um, It's a lifestyle brand that we started a few years ago um, based off of cycling caps initially, um, and we've grown that to apparel. And then uh, we also have this uh, other idea, which I can't, talk about just yet um but it's just something um something else that we have coming up so that's kind of been our babies for the most part i mean we've definitely it's definitely been talked about probably ad nauseum this year because i've really been back and forth i i come from like the oldest of five so and my siblings are like fairly younger than me like my closest sibling is seven years younger uh, and then my baby brother is like 14 mm-hmm. years younger than me so I, I still consider them to a certain extent um, because for the most part, my mom was a single parent. I still consider them to the most step, like my kids, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I'm starting to, thank goodness for therapy, I'm starting to back away from that and try to be more of a sister. Um, but 
that's kind of just kind of put that on pause for us as far as as right now. But like I said, we're back and forth, back and forth. So I turned 30 in February. Um, I don't know. We'll ask, ask us next year. So with y'all working together, right, with the, um, mm-hmm. what is it, Unstoppable Movement, and they always say, you know, don't work with your spouse. Would uh-huh. you say yes? I would say I be know. weary of it. I would say when we first started, <laughs> it would have been a no. But since we worked out the kinks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like anything it's else. A yes. It's just yeah. like any other relationship you build. Your Her work ethic is different from my work ethic. And how we do things is a lot different. So right. just like when we moved in together, it took that time for us to get used to working together yeah. and really get the flow of things. And then I would say we're a lot better now. Yeah. So self-reflection. I am very, as you guys can probably tell, I'm very analytical. And so I, if I ask someone to like do something, like I'm like, hey, this needs to be done. I most likely already have it in my head exactly how I'm expecting it to be done. And because we think completely different, my husband would go the exact opposite route. (laughs) However, it took me probably until like today. (laughs) No, it took me like a couple of months ago to to understand that it didn't matter how it was done as long as it got done. And so once I kind of started thinking with that, especially with our work, then it definitely got a lot easier because a lot of it, I mean, you have to set the, you know, the boundaries of like, hey, like this is when we're husband and wife or this is when work needs to get done. Like, no, we can't have sex right now. So like you, you gotta, you definitely gotta lay those out and get comfortable in those roles, like within your business, because you're also getting comfortable with those roles within your marriage. I mean, it was like, it was one and the same. So no, definitely, definitely some growth there. Like I said, I'd say be weary. I mean, it really does depend on your partner. I mean, we kind of have like an out thing where like at any point, you know, because I'm really more business heavy, I would say. So I definitely we have a thing where, like I told my husband, if if any time where you're just like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, then then we'll figure it out. So. um, So, yeah, definitely, definitely have that ability to you don't ever want to feel like you're stuck, you know, just because one of your partners came up with a great idea and you, you know, you can contribute a lot to it. This is true. I don't know if you would consider it the same, but when you keep saying that you're analytical and he's more like a free thinker, that takes me back to me being the Mm. black and white person and my husband is gray. So I'm definitely like, it's black or white. And he's like, no, no, no. So you have all these other options. very very PC. I try to get away from it at times because sometimes you just got to keep it 100. Yeah. I'm just like, yes or no. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, no, just yes or no. I'm like, great. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is going to drive me crazy. <laughs> so when you were saying that, that just that just took me right there. I'm just like, oh, that is that is definitely us. But when it comes to businesses, babe, I think together we're better. Or when we're talking about growing our podcast or the our side businesses, we actually work better when mm-hmm. we're working together. Yeah, for us, but I think that's with anything because sure. like, even in the house, like if we're working together doing chores, one for me, it gets done faster, and then we yeah. both can relax or do whatever we want to do. It's just for us, it's like we fail so bad if we try to do anything like separate. So if I'm just in here cleaning and he's sitting on his behind watching TV, oh yeah, the the fury is inside, you know. And it's like if he's doing something, 
on his own and I'm just doing my own thing. It just, it just doesn't work. Like we always disconnect. And so I just learned like clearly God wants us to do everything together. <laughs> so we got to clean together. Even like if we cook together, it just turns out so much better. It's just everything. So we just, Absolutely. I, I we think now, it. like after this, we have to like, we're going to have to visit like Atlanta because I'm starting to think we're like the same couple, yeah. <laughs> but just like in different years. Like we yeah, say that I think so. all the time when we are like, when we are off kilter, we are off and it is horrible. But when we are on, you can't beat us. Like, it's just, we are so like, people call us the efficient, like our, with our last name, like we are just so on point when we're on, but yeah. when we are off, it's, it's, it's all the way off. It's, it yeah. is. It's a, it's a train wreck. That is us. That is, a, it's just like, what is going on? And then you just, we just have to come together and be like, okay. And like from our, our last counseling yeah. session, cause we still do the once a month. Like I just realized that when we have like any issues outside, I mm-hmm. guess like outside forces coming against us. Oh, like killing it. Like, yeah, that's what you have devil. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But when he getting on my nerves or I'm getting on his nerves, it's, it doesn't work. We, you're we gonna don't. have those days. <laughs> you're gonna really have those days. So, with that said, I try. Well, we can't really because we're just so new. But y'all have more time in the game than we do, and y'all seem to be like <laughs> on it to me <laughs> as, as someone who's just reaching three years. So, what would you what would you give advice to people who are dating Ooh. and want to get married? Set rules to certain things. Like what? So, um, she brought up earlier, but you brought up earlier about the when you get mad, you start, you know, yelling because your parents did it or something like that, right? Or you start speaking. Right. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Like, I came from a family of yellers. So, whenever an argument busted out, it was basically a shouting match. So, we had to come up with rules because. If I ever shouted at Brittany, she would shut down and she won't say anything for a solid 30 minutes. So we had to come up with a set of rules to argue by. So there was no shouting. Um, there was no cutting each other. Like, don't say anything just to make the other person feel bad. Like, when we are, we set the argument rules that back. we argue, mm-hmm. we're going to argue about the problem. We're not going to bring up old stuff. We're going to talk about the task at hand that we're arguing about. Mm-hmm. So... I think that has helped. I think that would be helpful for people who would think about getting married because it can be small stuff when y'all first move in that y'all argue about that would just keep snowballing and snowballing until there's a big blowout. And next thing you know, next thing you know, somebody's moving out, somebody's crying, and it's just a whole hot mess. Mm-hmm. So my right. advice would be, I mean, it goes back to the self-reflection. And it's funny because I keep having this conversation with a lot of people lately. Um, I've been I've been trying to like talk talk more about therapy because um, I've been heavily in therapy, uh, honestly, on and off for like the past six years, but or really heavy this past last year. Um, so, and what I'm realizing, and then like the people that I'm talking to who are starting to go through that journey of therapy, they're going through these self realization like journeys. So, like this year is like probably my most mm-hmm. self aware year. Like, I understand why I do certain things. I'm finally cutting out habits that I couldn't stand that, you know, people around me and my family and stuff did. So, like, it's really 
and I feel like I'm finally starting to be like the uh, a good or a great wife, you know. So like, like my I just got lucky with marrying a very very patient man because it really has just been is well, I hope at least it's been like just just growth year after year with more so realizing who I am as a person, which I probably should have definitely figured out before marriage. But maybe I'm assuming God knew I needed the support of my husband to kind of go through this journey. So definitely any type of self-realization you can do, just go to therapy by yourself, damn it. Like any type of understanding, like you said, like you kill those type of habits or you at least become aware Mm -hmm. of those type of habits early, like that you don't like, then that's the easiest, that's the quickest way to nip it in the butt. Right. Right. So just be so as self-aware in yourself as possible before trying to be, you know, self-aware with another person. Or, I mean, if God sees fit, maybe you do need that person for that support for that journey. So. But I think you still have to be there because I think yeah. you weren't totally lost, like in the sauce, like you didn't have any type of reflection of yourself. I think you had some and you just needed kind of like to yeah. continue yeah. that push with your husband, because I think a lot of people. They they yeah. shun away there's, from there's counseling because they don't want to do that. It's like, oh, you're going to counseling. Is there a problem? Something yeah. wrong with your marriage or something? Right, wrong something with you. wrong like, with you. It doesn't have to be anything wrong. It could just be you want to well, learn something sure about right. yourself. Yeah, make sure everything is all keep good. Saying right. You know, so it it can just be a check in the box to make sure that you all are good. Yeah, just like how we do. Because I mean, I don't think we can say this enough. Like. Counseling, like you said, by yourself, counseling for marriage, definitely that monthly. Like we don't we don't necessarily always have something when we go. Well, she gives us like tools and tips to keep us yeah. going, to keep us on the on the right track. And it's so easy to get off because of like how you said, little things. Little things will take your marriage from oh, smooth yeah. and easy to really rough. <laughs> So, and if you don't have those tools, it'd be like, okay, let me go back to what Dr. Hill taught us, or let me, you know, reflect back. Okay, I'm I'm not supposed to be going back in my old ways and cussing them out and saying these things. Let me get myself together. Like for me, I know for myself, if I'm really, really mad, I need to take a minute before yeah. I address him with anything because then it'll come off wrong. And he's the same way. He will shut all the way down, and I would have just, yeah, you know, I would I would have lost my opportunity. Yeah, I think going to counseling. Uh, or marriage counseling consistently is like taking a a pop quiz, mm. but it's open note. It's like I'm having I have an advantage in my marriage, or uh, for us to continue to grow because we're getting that professional help around building what we, you know, what you want to be successful. Right? You don't want to go into it and it fail, right? So now you're getting the tools in order to get that A on that pop mm. quiz. That's a good. One. That's a good way to. That's a great way to look at it. So yeah. Oh well, that was this was really nice, guys. I, I'm glad that uh, oh, yeah. your friend oh, yeah. Lante, suggested she, y'all be on. She the definitely podcast. can spot, so she she raved about you guys. So I was excited. To, definitely, I was excited to do this today too, especially right before our anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Thank y'all again for coming on the podcast. I'd love yeah. to uh, be on it again too. Oh yes, and then also please check them out. Um, it's unstoppable movement. And then what is the Instagram information as well, or any uh, website information? Um, so the website information is, uh, the unstoppable movement. Um, movement is actually MVMT. Okay. So, uh, um, until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow.